Metro. I know there's going to be half price draft beer while we're out there from four to six. We'll have some Springfield Cardinals tickets to give away. Of course, I'll just be there hanging out and uh, would love for you to come join us as well. That is Retro Metro and it is come and go as you please. If you want to like really have a nice dinner afterwards, I would make reservations today um, sometime you know, well, whenever it is you want to eat and hang out with us, have some drinks, some snacks, some of the the um, happy hour uh, menu items if you want to eat ahead of time. And then you can have yourself a dinner. Chrissy Fulnecki, uh today is Thursday, so I believe she's going to be joining us. We have author of the week as well. Um, our author of the week, uh, I think uh, you may enjoy. He has written a book called Tucker about Tucker Carlson, and he has known Tucker Carlson from, for some time. He's a journalist, and uh, several years ago, he wrote an op-ed piece outing himself as not being a lunatic liberal, uh, being that he was in the media, and most of his colleagues are. He just felt compelled to make sure people knew that he was objective, and he ended up uh, being a guest because of that piece on Tucker Carlson's show. And then he would um, uh, be a reoccurring guest and at some point, and we'll talk with him about how it all came to be. But this was well before uh, this, the writing of this biography was well underway. And in fact, just about completed when the departure from being on air at Fox News occurred. And so uh, uh, we will talk about that aspect of it, but I think it'll be one of particular interest for many of you. That, of course, sponsored by ABC Books on North Glenstone, and that will be coming up in the 8 o'clock hour. Um, So uh, yesterday, um, a couple of events occurred, and it just once again is highlighting the spectacular, young, vibrant, on-the-ball leadership we have in this country. Mitch McConnell freezing up once again. Um, and Joe Biden once again telling the story about his fire in order to compare his situation to what people are going through in Florida with the hurricanes right now. You know, their entire world's being swept away. And there was that kitchen fire that, according to the fire department at the time uh, was like they were finished and done in 20 minutes, which is pretty fast when you think about the amount of time they've got to spend just making sure absolute that, you know, there's no other, everything else is fine and secure that in 20 minutes, we're talking about probably one of the, the easiest calls regarding fire that fire departments have, yet Joe Biden continues to compare it to situations that for many people are the single worst experience of their entire lives. I do like how he generally preferences it with, I mean, I'm not saying it's the same thing, but well, then why are you telling the story? What's the point of your story if you're not trying to compare it? 
He also at one point apparently is confused. He's asked about Mitch McConnell and uh, whether he um, thinks Mitch McConnell should run for re-election. I mean, just kind of a goofy question to ask. HHS Secretary Mayorkas is standing behind him. Biden gets asked this question, and he sort of pauses like he's trying to process it. And then he turns around to Mayorkas and asks him if he's he's running for re-election. And Mayorkas is like, "Uh, no, sir, I'm not. And then Biden wanders off. Uh, So, uh, uh, you know, just it's it's very encouraging as an American knowing that people across this planet, many of which are world leaders, would love to do us harm. Uh, But it's our strength that so often keeps them from doing so. The fear of retaliation and when on a daily basis, the top leaders in our country uh, just glitch out. And as a nation, we, not you and I necessarily, but the people, the decision makers, all pretend like everything's fine. Oh, no. Everything's wonderful. Nothing to see here. These people are as sharp as a tack. Mitch McConnell, oh, he just was a little lightheaded. Yesterday, apparently, it was because people weren't asking the questions loud enough. We will play the audio, which is sort of an odd bit of audio to play because it's audio of somebody not providing any audio, but somehow it still works. The American Transmissions talk and text line is 447-KSGF. Let's go ahead and jump over and get the latest news update. Good morning, everyone. I'm Color 10's Angela Luna. A shooting on I-44 North Springfield leaves one man dead. Officers say they are still investigating, but they believe that this was a road rage incident. Officers were called out after a car crash and a disturbance last night. While they were on the way, they got another report that someone had been shot. Once officers arrived, they found a male with gunshot wounds, and the victim was pronounced dead on scene. As of right now, no names have been released. Police do have a suspect in custody. A Christian County man is arrested after officers say he shot and killed his own father. Chantry Hale of Sparta is charged with first-degree murder. When officers arrested Chantry, they found his father's debit card and driver's license and a gun. Christian County Sheriff Brad Cole tells Color 10 this could have been avoided if the courts had held Chantry longer for his previous offenses. An autopsy is scheduled for tomorrow as deputies continue to investigate. Tune to Color 10 News at 5 and 6 for the latest. I'm Angela Luna. And the first alert forecast sponsored by Navant, employee benefits that work. The forecast from Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt. Sunny 83 today, clear 55 for an overnight low tonight. A bit of a repeat of yesterday. And then tomorrow again, kicking off the Labor Day weekend. Sunshine with a high of 85. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Joe Biden yesterday addressing the destruction wrought by the national disaster in Florida, Hurricane Adelia. And I mean, you've got roads turned to rivers. It's apocalyptic stuff, of course. It's a hurricane. It's a really bad one. Um, people's entire, you know, lives gone. You've got homes that are completely submerged in some areas. For many people, it's the single most disastrous occurrence in their entire lives. So, of course, Joe Biden needs to make it about him because this is his go-to anytime somebody is experiencing the single worst experience of their life. His go-to is, let's talk about me. And here he is. Referencing the disaster in Florida yesterday. 
I didn't do anything like that, but I lightning struck my house. We had to be out of that house for about seven months while it was repaired because so much damage was done to the house and half the house almost collapsed. Does this surprise you? No. <laughs> this is why they're shipping him to Alaska for 9-11. It's always all about him. He's the biggest victim. I do love, and sometimes his defenders will, pre- he, 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 now, in fairness, he said he wasn't really comparing. Then why is he telling this story? Of course he's, he is. That's he's trying whole, to be relatable. Yeah, he, he's like, oh, I've been through this too. And it's like, but no, you haven't. Y- you have not. It's like, you know, somebody going through 12-hour massive reconstructive surgery because of being trapped inside a vehicle that caught fire after a massive accident and the jaws of life are, are used to pull it open and being like, you know, I once had to have an ingrown toenail removed, so huh, I know, I, I, you know, I understand. I, I'm not saying it's the same thing or anything. It's like, then why the hell are you talking about it? What made you even think of that? What made you think that this was an appropriate time to talk about your hangnail that you had surgically removed? When there are massive fires and uh, upwards of a thousand plus human beings that were incinerated, what made you think about a fire that according to the fire department at the time was an absolute nothing fire, the call was over in 20 minutes. What made you not only think of that, but then decide this is a good moment for me to share my story. In Florida, just what, a week later? After clearly the story did not go over well, particularly with the victims of Hawaii and the fire there, to once again think, oh, there was that house fire, which wasn't even a house fire. It was a kitchen fire. We've gone from, again, the reports... At the time, from the fire department, was that it was a nothing thing. It was an electrical deal. They were done and gone over. It was all 20 minutes and this thing was taken care of. You know, Biden has, has so, oh my gosh, almost lost my Corvette, my cat, my wife. They couldn't re-enter their home for seven months. It almost collapsed, he's now claiming. Which tells you even there's part of Part of him that realizes that, yeah, it's not quite like he's got to embellish the story a little bit, which he does all of the time, anyhow. So, you do, and this is a question that I really genuinely wonder, and, and that is do they, when he tells a story like this, for example, in Hawaii, do they tell him don't tell that story any longer and he forgets? Do they say, Mr. President, listen, we understand what you're doing and everything, but, uh, and, uh, and here's the approach they could take. You know, Republicans, they're, they're just, it's the election season and, and uh, they're, they're going to twist that story into making it seem like you're a narcissist and out of touch. And, and so it's probably best just not to do it because it, it's going to, it's just, not going to, despite your best intentions, uh, it's not going to really look good for you. So you probably shouldn't do it. Do, do they do that and he just forgets? Or are they like, eh, what the hell are we going to do at this point? Just let him fly. What's the point? We've told him 80 times. Stop making tragedies about you. Stop it. Quit it. 
Can you imagine this guy ever being asked to speak at a funeral? <laughs> well, we know what he would talk about, of course. Bo Biden. Meanwhile, Mitch McConnell at a press conference being asked about uh, whether or not he's going to run for re-election. This was yesterday. What are my thoughts about what? Running for re-election in 2026. It's the, it's the frozen stare again. Did you hear the question, Senator? Running for re-election in 2026? This is his aide standing right next to him. All right, I'm sorry, you all. We're going to need a minute. Senator. Penny. Yep. Okay. Somebody else have a question? Please speak up. Uh, <laughs> the end. You see what she's doing. Yeah, he at, at the end he kind of all of a sudden uh, unfreezes. He's unfrozen caveman senator, and so she's like, "All right, we're gonna have another run at this." And and I guess he did a- answer some other questions. She's like, uh, "By the way, if you could all speak up," as if that's what the problem was. Like, oh, he just couldn't hear you. That's why he he deactivated and stood in a frozen position for thirty seconds, despite me standing right there talking to him, and he's just in this zone of of wherever he is. So the first time around. He was uh, lightheaded. And this time around, he just couldn't hear you very well. Um, This is part of the problem is they just aren't honest about this stuff. We had Dr. John Lilly. uh, He had called in last time this happened. And he had talked about it isn't uncommon. I forget the medical terms. But McConnell had, you may recall, fallen several months ago and was out of commission for a period of time. And when you have an he- a head injury at times, there's, again, there's a name for this, where this sort of thing happens. Um, it is, if I remember correctly, the sort of thing that, uh, that isn't necessarily long-term. Usually it just goes away. Why not, why not just say that? Now, I suppose to some degree their thought process is, well, head injuries – um, are pretty serious. And when you talk about head injuries in the brain, then people may start asking other questions like, hey, are there potential for brain damage situations here, issues? I mean, is, is he still there? And it's just easier instead to say that he was feeling lightheaded and that he couldn't hear you very well. The problem with that, though, and this is the irony of it, their response, which is supposed to deflect and diminish any concern, only creates more of it. Because people go, well, you're obviously BSing us. What are you hiding here? Why are you lying to us? There is some Democrat congressperson who, um, reacting to this latest issue, mentioned that this is why we need term limits because of this sort of thing. And uh, and, uh, this, I, I don't recall if it was a man or a woman, But this congressperson also referenced Dianne Feinstein, which is the one Democrat that they are they're pretty okay with noting the reality of of her issue. And I think it's largely because they know a Democrat's going to a left wing Democrat's going to fill that seat anyway. 
and she has at times made it a little difficult to get some judgeships through. So she's actually been a hindrance at times to them moving some of their things through quickly. Um, so it's different than Fetterman or Biden, but it just cracks me up that here it, they, this deal with McConnell occurring and, it's, and, and oh, oh, now you, you seem to uh, have a concern about people in office that have some sort of brain issue going on. At least McConnell's is potentially due to a concussion or something that isn't expected to be long term. Biden is like every day you see him is a day that's going to be better than the next. It's clearly continuing to get worse and worse and worse, not better. Fetterman is not going to get any better. I mean, this is an individual that, and we've played this audio before, where he's chairing a committee. He's asking questions of witnesses that are there, um, you know, to answer questions about whatever the, the particular issue they're discussing at the time. And they don't at times even know what question he's asking. It's ludicrous. I, I, I know and I include myself in this, we don't necessarily pay attention to what is going on with world leaders in other countries. I mean, we know, like, oh, there's Trudeau, and, and uh, you know, that's about it. You know, I mean, if you're like, can you name the head of parliament in this country and that? We're like, no. Some people will say, well, that's because we're arrogant, we're the United States. But let's be honest, it's also we're the leader of the free world, right? So what we do have implications all over the world. So people are a little more in tune and pay attention. But not even that so much in terms of citizens, but leadership in other countries. And I'm wondering, I'm asking myself, has there ever been any other country in which virtually every person in some sort of leadership position is clearly not all there? At that we see on full display in the United States. Now, fortunately, with Nancy Pelosi gone, Kevin McCarthy has at least become a pillar of cognitive ability. I mean, if, if we're going to look at leadership pillars, you got the leader in the Senate, you got the, the leader in the House, you got the, the, the White House. And while McConnell isn't the leader of the Senate, he is the leader of the Republican Party in the Senate. And Pelosi, when she was there, I mean, she seemed to be half in the bag half the time. So whether it was that or some sort of missional issues, I mean, Joe Biden, Kamala Harris should not be at the age where she appears to have cognitive disabilities, but she appears to have them for whatever reason. I, what are, I mean, just on full display, the leaders of this country, again, minus McCarthy, he is the exception. Uh, we're on full display almost on a daily basis where one of them is somebody that, frankly, if they were in a nursing home. And there's the sort of uh, uh, the, the, the area that is a common area where you got a TV and you had somebody who was a patient standing up and behaving this way. Someone who was an employee would walk them back to their room. And these are the leaders of the United States of America. Extremely encouraging, isn't it? You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. CNN has a headline, McConnell's frozen moment renews questions about America's age leaders. Like the past uh, 
three years if Joe Biden hasn't. <laughs> now, coming up, there's there's an article in the news leader. Health department employee resigned citing harassment threats after Pride Fest sponsorships. And let me tell you something. I'm going to read to you some of the article coming up here. I, I suspicion on all of this, just reading between the lines, is that this is total BS, that that this guy, the city in all likelihood, whether he was prompted to resign or, or whatever the deal, this guy has caused real problems for them. And there is a, a, a citizen who had done a sunshine law request, and he goes by a He's, he's, he's got a Facebook page, but he, he doesn't use his real name. He used kind of a pseudonym. Um, and he posted a lot of the, the emails internally regarding the city's purchasing of space during the Pride Fest where they were having the drag shows and all that sort of stuff. And, of course, the city was getting some heat for that, and they were like, oh, hey, no, we're just there for the purposes of, of providing some information, maybe doing some recruiting. Well, internally it appears that there was some dishonesty going on about what level of involvement the city was financially participating in. Uh, and the city manager appears to have not been very honest as well with people within the city on this too. Um, so I'm, I'm, I'm going to share a couple of things. One, the Newsleader article, but also this information. And it was sent, the, the citizen, he posted the information. It is it is available. You can see it on social media. Brother Noah is, is the name he goes by. Uh, and it was also sent to uh, the you know I, I received uh, um, copies of it as well as I think virtually all of the news outlets in the area and it has some of this internal communications in which it appears I think it's fair to infer that the the city manager is not being very honest with everyone else about exactly what's going on here so there's a big mess that's going on and I can't help but believe that this uh, this resignation from the um, public health information administer administrator is not partially done in order to try to clean up this mess and make it go away. So we'll have that coming up next. I'm Nick Reed. You're listening to Nick Reed in the morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Now, if you're going to be doing any traveling the holiday weekend. It's always good to think ahead and make sure that your vehicle is road ready. It's nothing worse than you're all excited. You're going to go, and it may not be really far away, maybe just a couple hours away, but you have car problems on the way there. And it just, it's very frustrating. Then you start fighting with each other, and then, you know, you're throwing punches in the parking lot. I mean, it just gets out of control. A1 Custom Car Care. Uh, it's always a good idea just to make sure you're road ready before you take off on any of those trips, short or long trips. And they can uh, do everything they can to make sure you are. And you can't avoid every unforeseen circumstance. But there are plenty that occur that the ASC certified technicians at A1 Custom Car Care with a once-over could have seen coming and prevented from occurring. All right? A1 Custom Car Care, all of your car care needs. The first alert forecast. From Color 10 Fox 49 meteorologist Tom Schmidt, sponsored by St. Clair of the Ozarks Home Improvement. Sunny 83 today, clear 55 tonight, sunshine 85 tomorrow. Now you remember the city 
promoting with your tax dollars the Pride Fest, which, <clears throat> excuse me, among other things, included a, a, a drag show. Um, at one point, there was a minor child that was performing um, a drag performance. This is something that the city felt worthy of um, being an ally of and promoting. Though there were some discrepancies as to exactly what level the city on your behalf was actually involved in promoting. Now, we're going to get to that in a moment, but first, news leader story. Health department employee resigned citing harassments and threats after Pride Fest sponsorship. After three years at the Springfield Green County Health Department, Aaron uh, Shakora or Skakora Shakora resigned from his position as the public health information administrator last week, citing harassment and threats that he faced working in the public position as a gay man. He posted on Twitter following his resignation to share his experience. In one of the posts, he thanked the health department for the support he received, but said city government failed to address the harassment he and the department were experiencing. He filed a police report August 23rd regarding the harassment he faced. According to the report, he received harassment and threats online starting May 30th that were coming from social media accounts and emails with watching SGF. The post and email sent to both his personal, this is important for a reason I'll mention coming up, his personal and work accounts, including various slurs, a call for the police to start arresting these perverts, and threats to take matters into their own hands and, quote, teach this queer a lesson, end quote. That according to the report. Now, it doesn't state that whether or not the actual, it, it this is, whether the, Emails were verified by law enforcement as actually coming from someone that was actually threatened or whether he just said this or he just showed them, oh, look, here's a print off. It doesn't go into that much detail. Now, as you know, this was making a lot of news at the time. Now, in the mean, while it was making news, and this is what we're going to get to here in a moment, but I want to address this resignation first because I think that it's a lot of virtue signaling and BS. But while the public was learning of it, we, of course, talked about it on numerous occasions in the lead up to the event, there was a lot of scrambling and emails going back and forth about exactly what is the level of involvement of the city. Now, also, it made it out into the public that this is the same guy, which this is funny. So he's claiming harassment. He's claiming that he's resigning because he wasn't protected from people calling him names and being mean to him. Yet, we would learn through Sunshine Request that he had at one point sent an email saying that the commission, talking about the Green County admission that would not use taxpayer dollars for the uh, Glow Center, because the Glow Center talked about, quote, targeting young people. And so the commission felt, at least two of the three on the commission, like, May maybe we shouldn't use tax dollars for an organization that openly says they're targeting young kids. You know, may, may not be a good idea. And uh, Shakora 
said that the commission is ju- just bigots. I always find it interesting when somebody plays the victim and, and is upset because people are being mean and calling them names. It turns out that actually they're the ones that uh, appear to have done that themselves. Usually, though, it's different when they do it because they're correct, see? Now, here is, to me, the biggest red flag. And I'm going to read to you from the news story that, that this is all virtue signaling and this is just being presented as a resignation because of horrible harassment. According to police, Shakora dropped his harassment complaint after resigning from his job the next day. The report states he did so as he believed, this is what he claims, his resignation would stop the harassment. Now, does that make sense to you? It notes later in the, uh, let me just read to you the rest of this and I'll explain. He said in a post on Twitter, I'm finished sacrificing my mental health and sense of safety for a job that did not value me the way I valued it. In another post, he said the resignation came after the demand that he respond to homophobia with understanding. Saying there is not a perspective in which bigotry is acceptable. There are not circumstances in which allowing harmful language to go unchecked is the right course of action. Cora Scott said Shakora had not filed a former complaint about the harassment to the city, but it raised his concerns to the health department supervisors. Quote, the city made strong efforts to address them within the constitutional bounds of free speech. Scott said via email, though she could not elaborate on what the efforts were exactly, according to the City of Springfield Administrator Memo 45, which outlines the policy against harassment. All reports made will be investigated through confidential interviews. The policy mainly focuses on harassment perpetrated by city employees, not outsiders, and does not directly address online harassment. Moving forward, Shakora said on Twitter that he's going to focus on his business, Own Your Pride, and his role as the board president of PFLAG Springfield SWMO, a local organization focused on supporting and advocating for the LGBT plus community. When contacted by the news leader, Shakur said that his post on social media included everything you wish to share and decline to comment further. So this is what we're supposed to believe. That this individual was so threatened that he felt like his not only mental health, but his safety, his safety, his sense of safety was in danger because there are people here in the community that are homophobic and they want to take matters into their own hands to deal with people like him. And they have not only his work email, but his private email. So they, they clearly know how to get a hold of this guy outside of his official position or what was his official position in local government. Not to mention, he has openly said, oh, yeah, I'm going to continue with my business. Own your pride. I'm going to stay on the board. So he's, he, he's, it's, he's not going into hiding here. Nor should he. But he has also said these people that are so potentially dangerous and frightening to his safety that he had to resign his position. Oh, that he doesn't want police to look into it any further. 
No, I, it's okay. Don't worry about it. Does that sound like somebody who's really concerned and afraid? If you were somebody, whatever your status is, and there were enough people that knew where you worked, knew who you were, knew how to get to you through not just your public email that's publicly, but your private email as well, and you feel so concerned for your safety that you have to quit your job, but you're st- you're not moving out of the community, you're not moving to another country, you're still going to be you know, in your local positions here, accessible, easily available, would you all of a sudden feel safe? Like, oh, I'm sure those people who hate my kind, those people who are threatening to take care of me, to take matters into their own hands, oh, they're going to leave me alone. They're going to be perfectly fine with it. Of course, that does not jive. That does not jive one bit. That is not the behavior of a person who genuinely feels as if their safety is at risk. All right, so then what is all this about? I'm going to share with you what I think next based on what has been a requested local citizen they have obtained through Sunshine uh, Request, some of the communication going on in the city as this controversy was erupting that suggests to me that this individual and potentially the city manager caused a, a great deal of unnecessary problems by not being completely honest about exactly what level of involvement the city was had chosen to be in or the county had chosen to be in, these departments had chosen to be in when it came to the Pride Fest events. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. Sarah Myers, everyone. Thank you. Well, I was speaking to Andy over at Avis, the car rental company, the other day, and she was telling me all about their new inventory available with the long-term rental program. Um, One of those vehicles that they just received was the Ford F-250s with trimmer packages, uh, but they also have 2023 Chevy Trailblazers, Toyota 4Runners, uh, and Chevy Bolt EVs. So they have a little bit of everything for every lifestyle. Now, with the long-term rental program, you don't have to worry about vehicle maintenance. You don't have to take a trip to the DMV and you can switch out vehicles every couple of months if you wish to do so. So if you are the type of person that would like a sports car for the summer and a truck for the winter, you can do that with Avis's long-term rental program. Now, if you want more information on the program, just swing by the Avis store. It's located off of Fort and Sunshine here in Springfield. Speak to Lauren and you can always find all of the contact information for Avis under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. News leader story, health department employee resigned citing harassment threats after Pride Fest sponsorship, yet his behavior does not, to me, seem as if he really actually felt that threatened. And and that is because um, he is um, somebody that, according to him, the people threatening him and his safety, uh, I mean, they obviously know He's open about, oh, I do this as well. I'm on this board. I'm, you know, here in the city. They've contacted him via his private emails. Uh, but upon his resignation, he dropped the harassment. He, he evidently does not want law enforcement to look into whom it was that was actually sending these. Not really the sort of behavior of a person who really genuinely fears where those emails are coming from. That's just that's my observation. So what could this be about? There was a citizen that did a sunshine request of the Springfield Green County Health Department in Springfield, and then he he posted the information um, on social media outlets and also sent them to all of the area news outlets. 
what we learn in here is that there appears to be a level of dishonesty about the city's involvement, and it originates with the Public Health Information Administrator, Aaron Shakora, and appears, my interpretation and others, that the city manager carried along, this being Jason Gage, the level of dishonesty. In order to have a booth at Pride Fest, it's 50 bucks. This is it. It's just you, you want a booth to pass out information, $50. There is a, a higher level where you're not just there with a presence to provide information, but you are an ally, you're an advocate, and that is $200 more. That is the amount that was used of your of tax dollars in order to pay to participate. So it, it wasn't the required entry-level payment, despite apparently what many in the city were led to believe. On May 22nd, in fact, Jason Gage, the city manager, had sent um, an email to Katie Towns in the city of Springfield, Springfield government, and saying, Katie, I was not aware of the prior sponsorship level and believe, uh, actually, let's see, it, there were inquiries about the different levels. And so he was sending an email to Katie saying, I was not aware of the prior sponsorship level and believe the act of sponsoring heightens our position from just getting a booth to pass out health-related information. So this email <clears throat> suggests that he, w he was beginning to learn that, wait a minute, we aren't just doing entry level here. And he is concerned. He's telling her, I've got concerns about this because this is not just entry level stuff that we're involving ourselves in. There would be a subsequent email uh, to Katie from Jason Gage saying, Katie, the Pride Fest shows the health department is a full sponsor and the human resources department as an ally sponsor, according to their sponsor sheet, a $250 sponsorship is for an ally, and anything above that is a higher amount. I'm trying to figure out the difference between the HR package of an ally versus health designation of a full sponsor. So what he's learning here as city manager is that this was not just entry level. We need a booth to pass out information or for recruitment purposes at Pride Fest. This is an entry level that is an allyship. It is a sponsorship of the event for some reason that once he understands that the email communications to others and a memo sent to the mayor and city council suggest otherwise and to Shane Schuller as well at one point he writes to Cora the uh, city of Springsfield uh, spokesperson if you will Saying, Corey, you mentioned recently questions about the city being a sponsor for the Ozark Pride Fest this year. First, the city in general is not a sponsor. However, both the Springfield Green County Health Department and the city's health department have obtained entry-level sponsorship to obtain booths for providing service information. Now, that makes it sound as if this is just the bare minimum entry level, which he knows it was not. He went on to claim the department's interest is solely to provide health-related information to the public, as they typically do at a variety of community events, in particular for those that may experience barriers to care, 
Human resource interest is to utilize the event as an employment recruitment opportunity since the event is expected to attract a large audience like the health department, human service or resources, <clears throat> excuse me, does historically take advantage of events and are expected to attract large turnout. It is not the intent of these functions, uh, functions to support or oppose any specific activities these or any organizations may hold during such community events, which of course runs contrary to paying extra money beyond a booth in order to be an ally. That's the whole point of being labeled an ally is that you are promoting and supporting the events. There was also a memo that was put together to the mayor and the city council from the city manager in which once again suggesting that this was the, you know, just sort of the entry level the bare minimum requirement uh, payment in order to have a booth there when, in fact, it went beyond there. And in one of the emails that he had sent to County Clerk Shane Scholler in response to a statement, um, he told Scholler, quote, I believe the cost of a booth is approximately $250. Now, he knew exactly how much. A booth was $50. The $250 is to be considered an ally. I This verbiage that's used well after he knew the exact amounts of, well, I believe the cost is approximately, that's generally wording that is used by someone that is trying to give them wiggle room. They know that they're not being honest. So they use words like believe and approximately because can you really prove somebody didn't believe that? Like, well, that's what I thought. I mean, I, yeah, maybe I was wrong. There's a lot of messiness here, and what's interesting is one person that has, as a result of all of this, is exiting local city government, is the public health information administrator, though he claims it's because of harassment, though I don't buy that because his behavior does not indicate somebody who really truly is afraid for their safety. But given the city manager's apparent attempt to deceive city leaders as to exactly what our involvement was as taxpayers through city government, whether that will go without attention, why there is no sort of, uh, of uh, attention being paid to that by the city uh, is interesting. And we'll see whether or not it's just swept under the rug, if that's the, sort of the way things are done in the city of Springfield, or if there will be accountability held. You're listening to Nick Reed in the Morning on Springfield's Talk 1041. You know, one looks at all the messiness that gets caused by apparent dishonesty within local city government over what some people would say. Why? Why? all of this trouble over a couple hundred dollars and it is more than that it's a difference between the city's original explanation of hey we're just doing the bare minimum just to have a presence there when in fact it was more than that but yeah it, it this is what you get in a culture of corruption just being honest generally is not an instinct that people in a culture of corruption have and i think that's why you end up with such messy situations over something that in reality did not have to end this way. News in 60 seconds. Turn 